good bitches. I'm Jules Rangihewe. And I'm Jodie Clark, and you're listening to Good Bitch. This week, GBs, it's a Jules and Jodes solo app. We're back, baby. <laughs> We're back in this shit because your gals have been going through it. And we were like, look, we need to just get real for a hot minute. We need to talk about this. Will we ever jump on here and have like positive news? I feel like for the last six months we've been like, oh God, guys, I don't know. I'm dead behind the eyes. But, you know, that's just on reality. I think that's Mm. relatable. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. that's just life. Well, I don't want to start off negative Mm. because happy birthday is in order for our Aries queen, Jodie Clark, sitting next to me. Thank you. It's a bit bit belated, but... um Appreciated nonetheless. Well, we need to get into our weekend because I would actually not like to talk about it, but we've posted it all on stories. So I feel like the GVs are going to be after what we've done. Yes, I had a lot of questions what we are up to on our bullshit as always. Um, Jules and I and some good friends of ours, we put in a bit of a bottomless brunch situation. That is very much what we do here at Good Bitch. That's what we specialise in. We're not, very, we're not good at many things, Jodes, but we're great at bottomless we're brunch. We're great at bottomless brunch. It, it's a specialty for us. And fuck me, it was amazing. Mm. It was such a fun day and night. Really great conversations, really great company. Um, the venue we went to was super fun. So fun. 90s theme and they had 90s cut out everywhere. And GBs, you guys will know, like we're booze hounds and they kept being like, hurry up, skull, so we can bring you more drinks. <laughs> skull, skull. The service was there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The service was there. And so often at these brunches, like you've got to basically wave your arms around mm-hmm. to get a second round. I think there's beauty, and this is coming from a real extrovert, there's beauty in having... Only four to six people at Bottomless Brunch mm. anymore and it gets you only talking to the person opposite you yeah. or you're talking to that weird auntie on your left. <laughs> oh, I agree. I thought that, that was, it was beautiful. It was mm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much again, Jules. All good. Are we going to talk about the kick-ons? We did like a mini pub crawl through Surrey Hills. So I can't even remember was it? I can't remember. Oh, I can't even remember half the We went journey. to a ho- Hollywood I remember, hotel for I remember a drink. Hollywood, Harpoon Harry's. Yeah. Can I just say with Harpoon Harry's, yeah, there were so many guys who were in relationships that were cracking on hard and I just ended up yelling at them all, like, get off us. What oh, the fuck are you doing? Oh, my God. Let's fucking talk about it every time out. It's it was so bad. I was so like, bad. I feel really bad for these girls who are clearly just at home. Like, it was so – remember there was those guys, like, like physically grabbing at my – Cargo shorts, a sentence I thought I'd never say, but, you know, like physically pulling me in just to be like, oh, like, you know, sweet talking in my ear for 15 minutes only for them to be like, oh, by the way, I've got a girlfriend. Is that a downer? Goodbye. I would die if my man's was out and about saying, oh, I've I've got a, the old bloody ball and chain. Oh, I've got Jody at home. Is that an issue? I'd be like... Do me a favour and fuck off. Exactly. Are you joking? Exactly. I'm so, I'm so, I feel so bad for these women. I, I feel like I, I wish I knew them all so I could rat you all out. I know, right? So Ugh. from there we had a bit of a boogie. I will say though. No, we I told mean, them off though. I remember telling I, them I, off. I was screaming. Yeah, I mean yeah. like, fuck off, fuck off. And Mother. shout out to our Kiwi security <laughs> guards who were backing us hard. <laughs> they were just mad. It was all whānau up in that joint. <laughs> um, and then we went to Universal downstairs and then I just was like, I'm going upstairs. Upstairs is where. The podium is out. Everyone knows that I'm a po- I'm a classic yas queen podium gal. <laughs> so I ran upstairs. I was so fucking blind. You weren't feeling well. No, I was not feeling well. 
<laughs> to be fair, this was 12 a.m. It wasn't like an early night. Like, like This was a 12 a.m. from a 12 p.m. start. Can we also talk about the fact that security almost didn't let me in? They were genuinely like, she needs to be on waters. I was like, sir, I'm probably the most sober out of all of us. But Jules was looking at me like, bitch, bitch, watch your mouth. You were giving me the look. And I was like, okay, I'll keep it cute. You left. I did a few. Oh, babe, there was a few podium because I took my top off just so I had my little pink bikini. I was just, I was, and I was whirling it around in this gay club. Um, oh, I bumped into a GV in the, to- oh, in the toilet queue because I'm so sorry. I said hello to you and I said I'd be back in two seconds and I just got wrapped up in the whole night. Yeah. But love you. Thank you. We love people recognising us. It's so fun. It's, it's few and far between, but we'll hang on to that. <laughs> and then... Went to kick-ons and, yeah, Jodes, it was so – I haven't had a bender like that, like a 9am home bender in, oh, I'd say, like six months. I, I, I'm good now. Yeah, you're good. You got it out it of your was, system. Yeah, it was a big one. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved yes. The whole day, the whole night was magic. Me too. I yeah. had so much fun. Yeah. What's not fun? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that aren't fun. Is our main topic. Oh. Can I just say, Jules and I had such a laugh with this one because I said, oh, babe, let's let's check in with ourselves because I think we've already done a heartbreak episode. And about two years ago, we did 808s and heartbreaks. Check it out if you're mm-hmm. an OG. But then we were having a laugh because I'm like, oh, I've got so many fresh heartbreaks since then, doll. I could do another five episodes on this topic. Rejection never stops here at Good Pitch. <laughs> I think that's really beautiful. I'd love us to start off this conversation with a little update on Captain America. So that's over. That's been cancelled. I feel like there was a reason why we never talked about guys on podcasts, and it's for this very reason. Where do we start? Where do I start start with this? So I guess I was feeling some type of way the last month that we were together. I'm using air quotes. Exclusive. Exclusive. You were dating exclusively. Exclusive. Um, And I wasn't listening to my intuition and my intuition was fucking knocking hard. Like, Mm. this isn't right. It's not right for you. Can I just say Mm. the most beautiful man, so perfect, just not perfect for me. I was driving home from his house one Friday night and I I felt worse than when I got there. Mm. And not because anything he had done, just I wasn't listening to my intuition. I was like, this Mm. isn't like you this isn't working mm. um and then i slept on it which is our motto here sleep on every decision and i woke up and i knew in my heart of hearts when i called him that morning i was i was going to end it mm. um so i ended it and because he's such a, a gorgeous gorgeous man inside and out i was oh, babe oh. i was going through it it was a bad day to be post malone <laughs> Rodrigo got a few spins that day. My neighbours must have been like, oh, this is fucking really going through it. Um, But, yeah, I I just – I knew that it was time to end things. So, yeah, GBs, that is over. That has been cancelled. Beautifully, beautifully so. It's been beautifully Mm, mm cancelled. Yeah, no no hard feelings at all. We wanted to talk about – I mean, the different types of heartbreak and mm. the different ways of when we deal with it. Because when I brought it up to Joe, Joe was like, oh, doll, I've been going through it too. So, Joe, <laughs> can you let our GVs know what they've been missing? Well, I haven't even told Jules this, actually. 
I know. But I'm looking at her side. I'm side glancing right now, GBs. I had sex over Easter. With who? Like wild. I mean, I, I can think of five options. I'm just trying to nail them down. Well, you know who I would have liked it to yes, be? Yes, I know who you would have liked <laughs> it to be. But no, um, essentially someone that I'd, I'd been friends, mutual friends, mm. mutual friends, we ended up reconnecting in Bondi. We were at the same bar and we ended up reconnecting and we just sort of hit it off and one thing led to the to the other we were talking maybe for about a a week or something and then he suggested I come over and he would cook me roast and I is that a thing apparently that's what the boys are doing these days go over for a a roast (laughs) and a dicking is that is that a thing now a Sunday roast. A Sunday roast. That's classy. That you is. Know what? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit low on money. I could go. I could go a few of those. Every Hundy, I was like, that's gorgeous. That is. Mm. Of course, I'll come over for a beautiful mm-hmm. roast. Um, and I had not been intimate with a man in quite some time, yes, as we I know, Jules. So mm. I was like, I almost just wanted to sort of pop the cherry mm-hmm. and see how I was feeling about that side of myself because. I just haven't had sex in like bloody months. And I was like, fuck it, let's just go for it, see how I feel about things. And I'm going to be honest, um, it wasn't all that I hoped it would be. Hmm. And I don't think it was about him more than it was about me and me being truly honest with myself about what gets me off, the kind of sex I want to be having, the kind of person I want to be having sex with. And I just know myself so much better now. Hmm that I was never going to be satisfied from that encounter. Yeah. So at least I know mm. it was fine, but I know now that just doesn't serve me. I can't do casual sex. I genuinely find it boring. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's like it's like I'm having an outer body experience. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like I just dis- disassociate. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And unless I actually like the person and they care about me and there's a bond there, I'm like, what am I doing? I'd rather just go home and masturbate. masturbate. Truly, yeah. I get more from that because I love myself. Mm. Well, Does you- that sound bizarre? No, I'm actually. That's probably more healthy than how I deal with things. <laughs> Do you have heartbreak exhaustion? Is it kind of like, ugh, I wish that worked? Or where's the problem here? Yeah, I almost feel like maybe I've become so jaded with my love life. With I just feel like I keep putting myself out there and it's just like knockback, knockback for various reasons. Mm. Let's also touch on the different coping mechanisms because, yes. uh, boy, oh, boy, have you got the yin to the yang right here on this podcast? But that's what I love. Because mm. I... Yeah, so I had my little crying in my bed. I, you know, did all the Adele love in the dark, you know, pumped that for a few hours. And then I was out that night and I'm sure he's probably going to listen to this and hate hearing that, but like, wasn't like out to have sex, but like, I was like, okay, I'm done now. Like, I just needed to get it out. Yeah. And then I can like never, ever look back. Whereas you, you're like your tarot cards. You're like, you know, really, you like pulling it apart a bit, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. I I definitely do process things. I'm finding as I'm getting older, um, I'm a lot more resilient than I was in my 20s. Like I can... I can kind of compartmentalise and be like, well, this is the situation. Um, I just, you know, we weren't right for each other. But in terms of how we deal, we definitely deal in complete opposite ways. With every romantic situation, I need to sort of understand 
Whereas I think with your jewels, you you're you're a lot better at just accepting things as they are, mm-hmm. rather than having to really pick something apart and understand why something happened the way it happened. Sometimes there's beauty in just letting go, and I'm learning to understand that more as I get older. Half the problem I think with women as well is that, and we talked about this, is that we have this false belief that if we are rejected, we assume something is undesirable about us. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and I'm not saying we can't be self-aware about how we're acting and how we're carrying ourselves in our romantic relationships, but more often than not, it is their own stuff mm-hmm. that they're bringing to the table. Maybe they haven't healed from from something in their past. Maybe they're looking for something specific when it comes to their relationship and you're just not well matched. It's 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 not always a case of they just don't like XYZ about you. Mm. It's it, it's a lot bigger than that half the time. I know with my last three situations, it wasn't really about me. It was about them mm-hmm. and where they were at. Yeah. Well, because even think back to when we've ended things, I can tell you right now all the guys I have had relationship situations with have been beautiful men but like it's me being frustrated about like they're not where I want them to be like it's actually nothing to do with them and I know for you apart mm. from the person who we shall not name <laughs> it was it was you you know being like yeah. it's just not for me it's, it's never really that personal it's like I, I it's like with friendship right and even how we met Jules and how we speak about our girlfriends and our connection when it's right you just feel it just flows. It flows. You come together, you vibe, you flow, you make the relationship work because you goddamn want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You make it work. Mm. And if things aren't flowing, and that's what I think's happened with me the last t- few things, mm. we just went on the same page. The guy I just slept with over Easter, he's about to go overseas for a couple of years. Am I going to make that? It wouldn't make sense for me to personalize that and take that as a rejection because it's situational yeah yeah again with x we're just calling him xyz xyz he he's just got out of a relationship he wants to fuck around Mm -hmm. am i going to make that about me and be like oh i'm not pretty enough i'm not good enough no hell no yeah we need to stop making it about us yeah well let's start getting into the gb tip of the week because clearly we feel very passionately about this (laughs) but i guess um as jody touched on before I am so grateful for all of these heartbreaks because Mm. they do teach me about exactly what I actually want. Yeah, You know, with um, Captain America, he had these traits that definitely pulled me in and then towards the end I was like, but there's just these couple things that I would like different and I'm so grateful that we will always have that summer of 2022 together. Ah! Like, honestly, like they will always be our memories and I find that such a beautiful thing like what else was I going to do just hang around and fucking bend with my mates once again like we we did share something special and I'm mm. so grateful and same with past friends and past relationships who, who slowly fizzle out I'm sure you've got high school girlfriends that you're like we we loved each other exactly we loved each there's other and so there's so many people like that you don't have to try and drag bring everyone through the whole of your years some things are just more Beautiful if we just leave them and we can reflect on them. Yeah, honour the chapter they were in. Mm-hmm. Honour that and be like, that was a beautiful time in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I got to have that experience with them because that's what it's all about, relationships. It's about lived experience and learning along the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oprah, just don't sleep, bitch, because we're really, <laughs> really on to something this week. Yeah. And on that note, GBs, <laughs> we're going to go to break. Stay with us because we, uh, we have a, a DM that... <laughs> We love this king. We love this king. 
but um, he's been on us to answer this DM, so we're going to get straight back to it after the break. All right, Joe. this might be our most requested question. And by requested, this person writes to us almost every week saying, please answer my question, please answer my question. So man's must really be on hold with his whole life until we give him our advice. He's in, he's in the lounge room. He's, he's set up shop in the lounge on his laptop waiting for us to respond, I think. Well, let's get into it then. All right, it's a bit of a long one, so strap in. GB says, hey, I was in a three-year relationship. Mrs. went to do FIFO and cheated on me. Oh, we're getting straight into it, Joe. <laughs> FIFO for all of those fucking, I don't know, non-WA, non-Queensland, fly in, fly out. Uh, so I'm just going to read that out, out again with that preface. So, hey, I was in a three-year relationship. Mrs. went to do FIFO and cheated on me. I decided to trust it was a one-time thing as she said it was a mistake. A month goes by and she breaks up with me because she feels that I'm not moving forward in life enough for her, that I didn't change fast enough about us moving out together. The day I said I was ready to finally take that step is the day she dumped me and said I was too late. One month goes by and I send a birthday gift to her house. These flowers she has wanted for years. She says, why wasn't I like this during our relationship? Why am I being the person she wanted now? Mm. She says she still loves me and after everything, I still love her. My question is, should I even try to make it work? I still love her so much, but I don't know how I can when she still texts the guy she cheated on me with. They are also going on a trip together with a bunch of workmates soon as well. And if we're to make this work, I don't feel comfortable with that, but she's definitely still going to go. Oofed. This is a lot. This I'm is putting a- on my sunglasses to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here, my king, but I, I feel your pain. So just understand where we're with you on this. We support you. And um, you're not alone. A lot of people have been in tricky relationships like this. Um, Can I be straight with you? Yeah, you go. I've got my feelings, but you go off, Jules. She she doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, and I know that you both love each other, but she truly doesn't. I've done a whole episode on why I cheated, and why I cheated was because I wanted to get out of the relationship, and mm. I don't think she expected you to take her back. Yes, and I, I think, um, yeah, I agree with you, and I think she's, I think she's emotionally checked out. Even the fact that he turned around and said, "Look, put it on a platter," and she just still doesn't want it. That tells you everything you need to know. She was probably creating excuses, mm-hmm. and and I feel like she's she's checked out. She's checked out. I reckon you pick up your self worth, my guy. Yeah, and you walk away and never turn back. Yeah. I mean, maybe years down the path and, you know, if you truly are soulmates, so I don't know if we even fucking believe in that here at GB, but whatever. <laughs> if you truly do think you're destined to be together, then it will always come back to you, but mm. not right now. It will. It'll come back. If it's meant to be, it'll come back around. But but my feeling, honestly, from these behaviours that you've written mm. into us about is that she'll move on and so will you Yeah, with, with partners that are on the same page. You know, when you say things like, oh, I got her the flowers she's always wanted after she dumped me, 
you are too late and you really do need to treat your queen like a queen once you have a – because us ladies, we're turning it on these days and, you know, if it's not a 50-50 split in the relationship, we'll just walk now. We can do everything on our own. We need to be treated well once you actually have us. And I did catch, you know, you said, oh, the day I decided that I was ready, she dumped me. Mm. That's not a coincidence. Mm. She's she, Exactly. There's, men do this all the time. What they don't realise is before we've even called it, we've emotionally checked out months prior. All those times she was asking you, she was checking out, She was bro. checking out. She was checking the fuck out and someone's come in and made her feel something that she's been lacking probably for a long time with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So don't be too hard on yourself, but just... There's learnings in this. It's learnings, There's and we've learnings all been this. this. Jules and I have made fuck-ups in our relationships too. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't know until you have that lived experience. Yeah. So yeah. this is a blessing. This is a great opportunity for you. But, my guy, life will get better, but we need to close that chapter in the book. The universe only gives us someone new when we're ready. So let's go. Now, Jules, are you ready for a naughty little confession? It's been a minute. I've been, I've missed these. I have missed these. I haven't felt vanilla in a second because we've got no GB confessions telling me I need to have a threesome, so I'm ready. Oh, let's go. GB says, a couple of years ago, I met this cute Islander guy out on the town and we exchanged numbers and started talking. Turns out he only lived in the next suburb, so we went on a cute walk around the lake to get to know each other. The next time we hung out, he came over to my place and obviously it was time to do the deed. Obviously. Like, obvi. I wasn't looking for anything else. I was going through my host stage. Go off, sis. Disappointingly, when we did the deed, I wasn't actually sure we did the deed because it was like a tampon. I couldn't feel a damn thing. And I was devastated because he was really lovely. So we kept talking and we arranged to hang out again. So once again, he comes over to my house and obviously we were going to have sexy time. He then decides he's going to eat me out. And oh my God, GBs, I don't usually enjoy being eaten out, but this guy knows what he is doing with his tongue. After about half an hour of eating me out, I start to climax. And finally, I start coming and squirting everywhere. And then all of a sudden, I fart at the same time while his face is down there. I don't even know where it came from. I did not have the urgency to pass wind at any point. It was like a whole situation of relaxation and enjoyment and whoops, out slipped a fart in his face. I was dying inside, so I just acted like it didn't happen. Maybe he thinks it was a fanny fart. Either way, he clearly didn't mind or think anything of it because he went to continue eating me out again afterwards, but I stopped it there and finished it off with some dicky in the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, now all I can think about is any time I'm about to come, I need to squeeze my asshole together just in case there is some air I'm not aware of that wants to greet itself. Oh, Oh, the headlaps. What absolute headlaps. Has that ever happened to you? Um... Nah, I do queef a lot though. That pussy talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That pussy talk. <laughs> I squirt heaps as well. What a nice time in my bedroom, just squirting and queefing everywhere. Um, have, does that happen to you? I feel like it would have happened to you. Yes, just a little little cutesy one. A lot of queefies really? as well. Yeah, a little cutesy one. But you know what, what What I get terrified about is obviously with my lactose intolerance, I can do like stinky ones sometimes. And I, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm very aware. I don't mind the actual like sound. Yeah, yeah. That I think could I could keep. Oh, that. that's fine. I could make that cute, just yeah. a little tooty toot. But if there's a accompanying smell, that's what would mortify oh, me. Yeah, I would get if I was a guy. I'd get I don't want to be smelling shit while I'm fucking. <laughs> what did she say? Putting the dicky in the pussy. What did she say? <laughs> she said she beat it. Word it so cutely. She wanted. There's yeah. no way I'd she have had, limp dick straight away. Surely. Oh, I just yeah. Oh my goodness. But it. You know what? It's another reminder, though, girls. Men really don't give as much of a fuck about the dumb shit that we worried about. Truly, they're just happy to be there. Literally, and I'm glad he was good at head because when you were like, oh, but he was so lovely, so I did it again. I was like, girl is a saint. She's a <laughs> fucking Mother Teresa out up in these streets, honestly. She's doing charity. But no, it sounds like it sounds like it was all positive in the end. Yeah, we love that for you. Well, GBs, we're going to go, but should we start saying this until it happens that we've got something really exciting? We have some extra special news that... We can't discuss for, I don't know, another two weeks. Yeah. Which Give is it, so another, exciting. Another couple of weeks, but when it pops off, it'll pop it off. It'll pop off. <laughs> and on that note, GBs, follow your girls at Good Bitch Pod on TikTok, on IG. You can write to us a question or confession, leave us a sexy voice note oh. at www.goodbepodcast.com. And fuck, we'll see you next Tuesday. Hey, love we you. We love bitches. you.